Hello and welcome. So glad you guys are here. Um, we are going to continue. We're going to be talking about baptism. Again, remember, uh, we believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are first faith, repent, uh, first faith, second, second repentance, third um, baptism by immersion, uh, fourth laying on the hands to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and five enduring to the end. Um, <laughs> every time I think about baptism, I think about a t- a, a uh, comment that was talked about in church. My mom called me up. I'm going to have to get into that a little bit later. Um, but it, it kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Um, so today, as in the days of Jerusalem, or Jerusalem, if I can even follow along what I'm trying to say, today, as in the days of Jesus, there are certain principles and ordinances of the gospel that we must learn and obey. Um, so a gospel principle is a true belief of, or a true belief or teaching. Um, an ordinance is a rite or a ceremony. So the first two principles, as as we talked about um, already, are first are, are faith in Lord Jesus Christ, and then there is repentance. Baptism is the first ordinance of the gospel. So you have the so you have two principles and then an ordinance. Um, the Lord's apostles. Uh, has taught go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and that's found in matthew twenty-eight nineteen through 20 in the new testament so we must be baptized for the remission of our sins when we place our faith so first we must have faith in christ we must repent for everything that we've done. After we've done those two, we are then ready to be baptized. Our sins are forgiven through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Um, so, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it. So, I called my mom the other day. Um, something came up and I wanted to talk to her. And uh, they, they were talking about the ordinance of baptism in Sunday school a while back. And she said that someone stood up. And said that <coughs> she asked, she asked to asked a question or said something along the lines that uh, when we're baptized we're not physically clean. And I'm like, like what? And she was saying that it was more like it was more of a uh, um symbol, and that we're not that we're not clean. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, are you, are, are you're, 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 you're kidding me, right? Because when, and, and she brought up the whole thing. Well, Christ, Christ didn't need to be baptized, but, but then I'm thinking to myself, well, he was baptized anyway. Um, and she was talking about if Christ, if Christ was so perfect, he didn't need to be baptized. He was just showing that, um, that it's just symbolic. And I'm thinking, uh, I kind of wanted to go back, travel back in time and stop this woman from talking. But <clears throat> time travel is not possible. But, you know, some other people will defer. But anyway, going back to going back to that, it's a it's not symbolic. Baptism is not symbolic. 
when we are baptized by the proper authority, you guys, we are cleansed. Yeah, I'm not, my body isn't physically clean. I'm not going to go into the, into the baptism font with a bar of soap and shampoo and clean, and clean my body. I'm I'm, I'm being baptized so that way my sins are washed from my, from my soul or from my spirit and they literally go right down the drain. The, as long as we're baptized by the proper authority and we are fully submerged underwater and come, and come up out of the water, and we are in a sense reborn. The way that I taught, I taught it on my mission is when we are baptized, we are fully submerged underwater. We are, it's like you're laying down. It's like your 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 old your old spirit is dying, and you're burying your old spirit. And when you come up out of the water, you're being born again. You're 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 cleansed the second that you're brought up out of the water. The second you are you come up out of the water, you are clean. You are spiritually clean. Yeah, you're not physically clean because you didn't take a bar of soap and shampoo. And wash yourself. So Christ was baptized because he had to himself. It's one of the first. Um, it is one, one. It is the first ordinance that we all must do to obtain salvation in uh, in the next life and to live with our heavenly Father. Christ did it. Yeah, he was perfect. I give her that he was perfect. He didn't need to be baptized, but he set the example for us to follow him. Um, after we're baptized, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We'll talk about that. Um, we believe that there's two baptisms: one by one by water, one by fire. And we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, the Lord has said, "If that will turn unto me." And repent of all thy transgressions, or sin, excuse me, and be baptized, even in water, in the name of mine only begotten Son. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, when we purify something, or when you purify something, like when you cleanse a needle, yeah, you dip it in hot water. Um, yeah, the baptism or the the water for the baptism, it's it's warm. It's not hot. It's not scalding hot. Um. But when you when you cleanse a needle to dig at something in your, in your skin, you first stick it in water. You, um, I put it in boiling water to kind of clean it, and then I take a match. Um, I take a match to burn the impurities off of it. That way, it's clean. Um, that's what we believe the baptism by fire is: is receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's cleaning the impurities on our on our soul. Um, we need to show obedience by being baptized. So again, Christ was without sin, but yet he was baptized. Uh, he said his baptism was, ne it was necessary to fulfill all righteousness. So when Christ went to John to be baptized, John was confused and asked, why are you here? I need to be baptized of you. And Christ humbly said, 
I am here to fulfill all righteousness. The prophet Nephi in the Book of Mormon explained that the Lord told him, Follow me and do the things which ye have seen me do, with full purpose of heart, acting no hypocrisy and no deception before God, but with real intent repenting of your sins, witnessing unto the Father that ye are willing to take upon you the name of Christ by baptism. So that part that I talked about, that we must be baptized to receive um, eternal life, Jesus has taught, Whoso believeth in me and is baptized shall inherit the kingdom of God. And whoso believeth in me and is not baptized shall be damned. Baptism is the gateway through which we enter the path to the celestial kingdom of heaven. So, there's only one correct way. Now, I'm not saying all baptisms are bad. Not all of them are... They're not all bad. They all have... um, you're you're exercising faith but i am gonna say and i'm probably gonna get a lot of hate on this there is only one way to be baptized christ revealed uh, to the prophet joseph smith that a person having proper priesthood authority to baptize so someone with that so the so we talked about the restoration we talked about how the priesthood has been brought back to the earth I hold the Melchizedek priesthood, which is, uh, and I'm in the office of an elder. So a person has to be baptized by that priesthood authority. They shall go down into the water with a person who is ready to be baptized um, and who has presented himself or, her, or, or herself for baptism. Then, then that person shall immerse him or her in the water and come forth again out of the water. So like I talked about, we are fully submerged underwater like we're lying down so that's like a spiritual death but then we are risen out of the water like we're reborn um immersion is necessary i can't explain i've um i've been i baptized this lady who um uh she was paralyzed on the on her left side so her leg was in a brace and she couldn't walk without canes or anything like that. And the guy that was baptizing her, bless his soul. But he, man, I swear, because she couldn't, she, she couldn't control everything on the left side of her body. It, you know, she, she was, she had, she had a stroke and everything on that side was, was uh, limp. It was numb. She couldn't, she felt no pain on that side. And poor thing, when she when she was baptized, her left foot kept coming up out of the water, her toes kept coming out of the water, and I think uh, I think it took us like four four times to actually get her underwater. And the guy that was performing the baptism, I swear he like, because he kept like stepping on her feet, but something else would pop up like her hand or some of her hair or something like that and so i think on the fourth time he just i think he just said screw it he's going with her so i think he just hugged her and he literally laid down in the water with her to get her fully submerged because we know how important full immersion is it, it, it was actually a pretty funny baptism i mean with how with how serious the ordinance is it was pretty funny to watch that um watch this guy literally lay on top of this poor woman who wanted to be baptized so bad after four times i was 
I kind of almost I almost jumped in the font to hold underwater to hold her feet down. Um, Paul taught that being immersed in water and coming out again is a symbolic of death, burial, and resurrection. Ha ha. After baptism, we start a new life, uh, as taught by Paul. Know ye not that so many of us are, uh, as we're baptized unto Christ, we're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. Every person who has reached eight years of age. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about kids. My daughter was baptized recently and, um, well, let's just say back in September, it's February. So eh, several months ago, um, we believe that they have reached the age of accountability or responsible. They're re- they reach a responsible age. Um, we believe that they are ready to be baptized since they are they can be held accountable. They are responsible for their actions. Some churches teach that little children should be baptized, um, even like when like they're babies. But my little one year old, she don't know what she's doing. She put a hair clip in her mouth tonight and. I had to scoop it out and put it to where she couldn't get it. She doesn't know what she's doing. She'll put anything in her mouth. She'll, I mean, she'll, man, poison things everywhere. She's everywhere. Um, when Christ spoke of, of little children, he said, of such is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, the prophet Mormon said that it is mockery before God to baptize little children because they are not capable of uh, sinning. Likewise, baptism is not required of people who are mentally incapable of knowing right and wrong. See, me, I had several friends. There was this one boy, name was Dylan. I remember him very, very fond. Or no, I shouldn't say fondly, but I remember him um, like I, like we were together yesterday. Uh, he was one of my best friends in grade school um and he was uh he was disabled um he had uh he had a handicap to where he wasn't going to be growing past a certain um height i think he only reached like three foot four or something like that he was confounded to a wheelchair he wasn't mentally there uh, he couldn't really talk. Um, he would just grunt and make different noises. And um, but I, but I became friends with him. I made it um, a point, like every every other day. I think we had lunch. Our lunch schedule matched up, so I would sit with him. And um, after lunch, I would push him uh, in his wheelchair back to his class, and um, then go out to go play for re- recess after lunch. Um, but to me, him, I know I'm going to see him again, and I'm going to hug him when I see him again, um, but someone like that doesn't know right from wrong, they can't make sin, they, they, their, their minds are like, are like, I believe are like little, little toddlers, they don't know what they're doing, um, they don't know right from wrong, and to me, they deserve a free pass into 
um, into heaven without having to get baptized. Um, because they can't sin. They're not held accountable for their actions. Um, just like my little infant, she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, so I can't get mad at her and I can't hold her accountable for anything she does. My eight year old, oh, I'll get after her all day. Um, cause she knows that she knows the difference. She knows right from wrong. Um, she knows what she's doing, but my little, but my little baby, she, she's sure cute, but I can't, I, I cannot get mad at her for getting into something because she doesn't know. She's curious. Um, but all other people are to be baptized. We must receive the ordinance of baptism to remain true to the covenants we make on this earth. Many scriptures teach about baptism. In one in one scripture, the prophet Alma taught that faith and repentance are, are steps to, that prepare us for baptism. He taught that when we are baptized, we make a covenant with the Lord. A covenant is a two-way promise, by the way. We promise to do certain things, and God promise, uh, He promises to bless us in return. I'll explain that we must want to be called the people of God. We must be willing to help and comfort each other. We must stand as witnesses of God at all times and all things and all places. As we do these things and are baptized, God will forgive our sins. Alma told the people who believe his teachings about the gospel, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, and now as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God and to be called his people, what have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord and witness before him that ye have entered into the covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit abundantly upon you? So Alma taught that when we are baptized, we make certain covenants with the Lord. Um that we that we uh, promise that we will come into the fold of God, bear one another's burdens, stand as a witness of God at, at all times and in all places, serve God and keep keep His commandments. When when we are baptized and keep the commandments of baptism, we are then promised by the Lord that He will forgive our sins, He will pour out His Spirit more abundantly upon us, give us daily guidance and help of the Holy Ghost, and let us come forth in the first resurrection and give us eternal life. So baptism is a new beginning, is a fresh start for all of us. As long as we're baptized by the proper authority, we <coughs> we have a new, we have a fresh start. Um, and going to church and partaking of the sacrament is like being baptized all over again. Um we are promising to keep his commandments and that he then turn around and promises that he'll always have his spirit to be with us. Um, I know that baptism is key in this life. We all must be baptized um, to inherit the kingdom of God. Um, but it has to be done. And again, I'm probably going to be given a lot of lip for this. It must be done by the proper authority. There's no other way. Um, now, I'm not saying that all baptisms are bad. I'm not saying that one bit. Ba all baptisms are good. 
it does have to be done with the proper authority, though. Um, and since it has been restored to the earth, we have the opportunity to have it done right. Um, that's all I have for today, you guys. Um, again, find me on Anchor. I want to hear from people. Come on. I want to get more people, more listeners involved. Um, if you go to anchor.fm or get the Anchor app, uh, find me and let's have a chat. Let's uh, leave me a comment, um, question, um, and I'll have I'll play it on the next uh, podcast. But that's it for uh, today, guys. We will talk to you guys later.